In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ave Maria. With these words, the Franciscans of the Immaculate greet one another. Ave Maria. These are the first words of the angelic salutation in Latin. And I'm sure you're very familiar with them. And for the purpose of this sermon, I'll just expand them just by two more words. Ave Maria, gratia plena. And of course, the English translation, Hail Mary, full of grace. We're quite familiar with these words. But do we really know the significance of that angelic salutation? In order to understand these words more fully, we need to go to that Greek text. And my Greek is not very good, but I know enough here. Kaire kekari tomene. These two words are very filled with significance. And they were addressed to the Blessed Virgin Mary. They deserve our attention, especially in our understanding of the solemnity we will celebrate in just a few more days, that of the Immaculate Conception. Pope St. John Paul II pointed out that Kaire was used as an ordinary term of greeting. And so we would hear a translation in English as hail or Hello. But in its original meaning, it was used for very special occasions. And there could be no more special occasion than the moment that the angel had to announce that the promised virgin was going to bear the Messiah. So the only fitting translation according to Pope St. John Paul II, the translation of Kaire is rejoice. Rejoice. That first word of, that the angel addresses to Mary, an invitation to joy. The angel is aware of bringing an announcement which is unique in human history. It is an invitation to joy. Kyrie. The angelic salutation is a fulfillment of the prophecies of old concerning the Messiah. And that word Messiah means the anointed one. And of course, we understand that that is also the word Christ, the Messiah. And here are just a few examples from the Old Testament that spoke about the joy that would come with the Messiah. From the prophet Zephaniah, Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. From the prophet Joel, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. 
you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. Or from the prophet Zechariah, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, the king comes to you, triumphant and victorious. Mary is presented here as the new daughter of Jerusalem, the one who is to bear in her womb the Messiah, the Christ. And so that first word is so appropriate, kaire, rejoice. Let's look at that second word now, kekare tomene. And this is a verbal form which means having been made full of grace. This having been made full of grace is the unique gift of God bestowed upon Mary at her conception when she was conceived in the womb of her mother. The Holy Spirit made her full of grace. Mary is the only one who has received all the graces of the Holy Spirit And this took place at the moment of her conception. She alone among the members of the human race has a unique participation in the divine life. So that phrase in English, rejoice, you who have been made full of grace, is a specific reference to the Immaculate Conception, the singular way that the Blessed Virgin was prepared to be the mother of God and our mother in the order of divine grace. By agreeing to be the mother of the Messiah, Mary gave her consent to be the closest collaborator in the mission of the Savior for the salvation of souls. By giving us Jesus, the source of all grace, Mary collaborated most effectively and even directly in the diffusion of grace in our souls. St. Alphonsus said that if Jesus is the father of our souls, then Mary is our mother. For in giving us Jesus, she gave us true life. And later, by offering on Calvary the life of her son for our salvation, she brought us forth to the life of divine grace. Mary is our mother in the order of grace and is rightly called the mother of divine grace. It is true that all grace comes from our Lord, who is the only source of grace and the one and only Savior. But inasmuch as Mary gave him to the world and was intimately associated with his whole life and work, we can truly say that grace also comes from Mary. St. Bernard stated that since Jesus is the source of grace, then Mary is the channel through which grace comes to us. She is the aqueduct which carries all grace and supernatural life to the members of the body of Christ. St. Maximilian Kolbe said that as mother of Jesus, our Savior, Mary was the co-redemptrix of the human race. As the spouse of the Holy Spirit, 
she shares in the distribution of all graces. St. John Damason, he said, Mary is the city of refuge for all of those who have recourse to her. St. Augustine, he said, through Mary do the miserable obtain mercy, the ungracious grace, sinners pardon, the weak strength, the worldly heavenly things, mortals life, and pilgrims their country. May we have recourse to Mary all the days of our life. As we live under her protective mantle, may we come to know that she is our mother in the order of grace, and that she who was filled with grace from the very first moment of her conception is the one through whom all divine graces are distributed to us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.